Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Let's see if that works. Hopefully that... Hold on one second. What if we do this whole thing and it doesn't record? Oh my God. I will quit. Okay. It's your own show, so you can't do that. Is there any way you could turn my ears down? Because when you talk, it's loud. Is it loud right now? I mean, yeah, but you're also screaming. I'm not screaming, though. Okay. Then I'm just... Is that better? uh, How about now? Oh, that's me right there. That's me. That's me. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hold on right there. How about that? Is that you? Is that you? No, but it's okay. Oh, I'm this is you right it. here. That's you right oh, here. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Turn. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to turn. That's it. good. That's good. Like that. Thank you, you so much. All right. You like it like that? I do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Just press the Coming to you from the Glasshouse Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. This is Talk to Chuck. Now here's your host, Chuck Wicks. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. We're down one. We're down a. We're down one. We are. We're down one. I miss her already. All right. Clearly, Abby is not here. She's under the weather. She's yeah. sick. Yeah. Aren't we all? Oh, okay. That was an abrupt ending. Oh, sorry. I was and wanna, the intro's over. I just want to get into it. Okay. Because we got some gossip. Oh, shit. We do? Oh, oh, my gosh. I am so excited. Okay. To talk with you, Sammy, about this one in particular topic. Oh, God. Now and I'm nervous. that is. No, you were the one who brought it up. Oh, okay. Kelsey yeah. Yeah. Ballerini. Yes. Throwing all the shade. I love it. Really? Okay, but it's not even shade. It is really not shade. She's mm. standing up for herself, and oh. I am here for it. Okay. So we recorded last week on Valentine's Day, and mm-hmm. we said that, and she had dropped it at midnight on Valentine's Day. So when we came in here at, like, noon of that day, I had not listened. I had not, I, I didn't even know it existed yet, because it was a secret. She announced, I guess, so here's the thing. 
full disclosure before we get into this, I would not consider myself a Kelsey Ballerini fan. And I don't mean that to throw shade myself. I just mean like, I don't really follow her on Instagram. I think she's beautiful. I think she's talented and all of those things, but I've never really connected with her um, or like her music in general. It's like, yes, I've kind of just... I like it, but I don't love right. it, but I don't dislike it. You know, like it's there and I and I respect what she's doing. She's got obviously a big fan base and everything, but I just like I don't know. I just never really went out of my way to be like a Kelsey Ballerini fan. All right. Well, listen, before we go any further, yeah. Let's what we're talking about, why we're talking about this is because she she rebuttaled, if you will, yeah. to a Morgan Evans song, her ex I, I don't know if they're Officially divorced. I yet. mean, at this point, yes. Anyway, this is the Mor- this is the Morgan Evans song. Sad. That was sad, right? It was sad, but I mean, I, I, think, I think it's a good song, by the way. It is a great song. I guess also when I heard like Kelsey's. EP, which is, by the way, I haven't even said what it's called. It's welcome. Uh, what is it? Rolling up the welcome mat, Mm-mm. rolling up the welcome mat. So she released a couple songs, but she also released a short film with, with each of the songs. And I feel like the film, I don't know, I'm a very visual learner, so maybe I'm biased, but the film like is what made me understand the songs better in a way, or they made me feel them better because I just feel like the film made it more relatable to me. Well, Not that I've ever in. been in a divorce, but I mean, I've had, I've had my heart broken and I've had, uh, I guess, I don't want to even say rumors, but like a story, there's always three sides, his, hers, and the truth. Mm. And I feel like I've obviously dabbled in feeling like my side wasn't told correctly or his side was told too much or whatever it may be. And I feel like the film with her songs that she dropped just kind of like, yeah. I don't know. I'm all feeling right, all, right. Sides, all sorts know. of feels. I can tell you're super passionate about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Really appreciate Who that. Knew? Really appreciate that. Um, all right. Here, okay. For those of you, I'm, I, I feel like everybody listening right now is probably know, they probably know what we're talking about because they're country music fans. Yeah. Well, we are a week late. My bad. Yeah. Oops, um, but in a normal, like without, basically, what did she say to him through these, through these songs? What did she, what is she saying? Like, she okay it's i can't even just say it in one sentence like so first she talks through the fact that it's like heartbroken and the fact she's like i'm the only one sitting at this table for a table for two so that's like the first song where it's just kind of like them trying to work it out obviously they're musicians and they tour and all this stuff but that doesn't that doesn't have to be your job to feel like you're separated from your partner with travel and life and all these things and trying to piece it together it's like oh I thought you were coming home today okay never mind I guess I'll just see you tomorrow like that kind of thing then there's a part where she's talking about how you know I used I thought you I can feel that you loved me more when we were 23. And I guess that that was when it's over for me because Morgan Evans song says, when was it over for you? And she turns around and said, you love me. I realized that you love me more when we were 23. You're going to ask me one day and I'll tell you that's when it was over for me. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like that's a direct Direct reply to his song, which I love. Um, And so she's talking about like how then all of a sudden we were just married and not like, Oh, we just got married. It's like, Oh, we were just married. Like we're just roommates basically heartbreaking then she's got this like freaking interlude like almost a rap where she is throwing out these zingers where it's basically like isn't it just so perfect that uh, isn't it just like this town to tear down a woman basically to like make her the enemy and then she's like good thing i'm good on my own and all alone because that's how i'll be when i sign the papers 
boom, one-liner zinger. Wow. Like just absolutely, she's like, here I am crying off stage and I'm going to walk on stage and pretend like nothing's wrong because this town is going to rip me apart anyway. Didn't she refer to us in this, in one of the songs, like before she did the, uh, an award show. Mm-hmm. They got in a big fight. And right. that's the other one where another one liner that abs- like literally jaw dropped. She said something about it stings to roll up the welcome mat, but almost as much as knowing that you got half. Mm. Ooh, girl. Mm. Ooh, girl. Ooh. I lit my, I literally, my jaw dropped when I heard that and watched it because it's like, I don't know. I, I keep pumping up this like short film, but I think that that's really what did it for me. Like I said, I mean, I was interested because people were like posting it on Instagram and like, I do like to see what artists are putting out. And I right, do well, feel let me like, ask you this. Let me ask you something. Yeah. When you first heard the Morgan Evans song that we just played. So sad. You, I, you hear it and you're like, man, that sucks. Right. Did you, before you, before this came out, did you feel bad for him? Absolutely, but I still feel bad for him. Right. Like, those feelings are not mutually exclusive. You can hurt or feel for two people going through divorce because it's not like, I guess, like you want to see relationships succeed. Right. I mean, I don't know their business. I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. I'm just glad they didn't have kids. Okay, I mean, yeah, that would have made, yeah, made it hard, harder than it yeah. already is. And so I still feel bad for Morgan because obviously his heart was broken, but I'm not going to sit here and talk about someone's relationship like I know anything about it. What I'm talking about is the art they created from their relationship. And I'm just saying, Morgan said whatever he said in the sad, very, I think it's a great song. And then Kelsey Ballerini said, hold my fucking beer. Let me just tell you my side. And I respect that because Mm -hmm. I do feel like, and uh, maybe I was guilty of this. I'm not sure, but there are rumors or were rumors that were circulating around and they were painting Kelsey in a bad light. Okay. And you know what? I don't know what she was doing in her relationship or what he was doing. And it's none of our business, but I do appreciate someone taking a second to respectfully and also, I feel like beautifully, I don't even know what the word would be to uh, kind of tell their side instead of just tweeting or posting on Instagram or going to teen people or whatever it may All be. Right, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Super passionate. I love it. Okay. <laughs> I just, I, on, it changed right. my life. All right. You got to You have to give me an answer. You cannot say, oh, you have to give me an answer. Okay. Team Morgan or team Kelsey. Team Kelsey. And you know what? I have a bunch of reasons to say that, and that's no shade to Morgan, but I just feel like, you know what? Kelsey's got a lot of fucking pressure on her back. Mm. Kelsey is arguably a bigger star than Morgan Evans, so she has more of the limelight in general. On top of that, like, you cannot tell me that men and women are treated the same in the country music industry. You know what team I'm on? Team Morgan. Team music. Team music. Well, me I'm too. Team music because we have good no, music. That's out what of it. we're talking about. We're not talking about them as people. We're talking about them as their projects that they put out. We both got passionate songs. Passionate songs. Yes. That talk about real things that other people in this world go through through their relationships, and I think we got good music out of it. Now, I agree. People break up all the time. People get divorced all the time. Shit happens. Shit happens. You know how hard it is. It's hard enough to have one person a super like a super successful artist type person in the relationship, but to have two. Like no, I doing the same thing. And I also feel like I couldn't be in a relationship with a musician because if something like this happened and then they write like a banger about the fact that we broke up, I don't know. Like that's gotta be hard for Morgan to hear. I'm sure that song was hard for Kelsey to hear, mm. but like I'm saying, I mean, my team Kelsey is my team Kelsey's project. Yeah. I don't have a different opinion of Morgan Evans as a human being. I don't even know that guy. I'm sure he's great. I'm, I'm sure not, he's yeah, lovely. I'm high five in both of them. 
Well, yeah, but okay. So I have to pick and a side, but no, you no, can't. No, you no, don't I, have to. I said hi. Well, because I was just curious. Oh, okay. Right, well, I asked the question first. Mm, okay. So you gotta just beat just me pointing to the out the discrepancy there, sir. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just recommend. I feel like even if even if you've never had your heart broken, if you haven't had your heart broken in a decade, or if you're going through it right now, like that project that she put out is amazing. It's very well done. It speaks her truth. It's first of all, not first of all, because I've made a thousand points. But on top of everything I've said, you know what I like about it is that it's respectful. Like, she does have one-liners that are zingers, but where's the lie? He did get half. And let me tell you, I'm wonder, I'm not their lawyer, but I'm sure she's worth way more than him. Yeah, she's she, worked her ass off to build this career, and he's going to walk away with half. What if he waited? Huh? Like, maybe maybe he knew know. it Maybe he knew it was over, like, three years ago. But he's like, I'm going to wait this out. I mean, I you guess that's a possibility. I'm going to get some more I'm money. Not, I'm not going to. I'm going to wait this out. That's know, a I shitty know thing it. to say. I know what tour she's going on next year. That's a shitty thing you know, to say, I'm going to wait. That is a shitty thing to say. I think it's cool. I think he got half, so he's fine. Okay, well, I'm not going to assume the worst in people because I feel like if Tennessee, that was the listen, case, then I would not want to wake up in the morning, so I'm going to go ahead and stay on the positive side of things. Tennessee is a no-fault state. Okay. Therefore, ain't nobody's fault. You can have. That's simply not how the law works, but thank you so much for <laughs> the dumbed no down fa- version. It is a no-fault state. Is that monster drink getting to your head? It's Look it up. I, I'm not denying that it's a no-fault state, but that doesn't oh. mean you're going to sit around and be, oh, but it's nobody's fault. Like, what well, the fucking thing is that? I, I know. I'm not saying it's nobody's fault. I'm just saying, like... You sound like a delusional grandfather right now. I will come across this dark room. So, let you, me... What? Well, what? You, let me explain. We get in here. Abby's not here. Sammy already feels weird and awkward. And then you say, "Can you turn off the What over- are you saying? Can you right turn now? off the overhead At lights? At what point did I feel weird and awkward? No. The 15 minutes I was waiting you for waiting for you to get your shit together? No, I was at Jimmy John's. I am aware. You said 1:30 and it is 2 o'clock, and we just started no, uh, no, that's not- uh, 11 minutes ago. Mhm. I was here 13 mm. after. Mhm. 1:30. And then what'd you do? Fadoodled. I had, I had some, well, I'm at. Do not listen, come for me today. I, I'm at a point. I know you're super, pa- you know what? Let's I'm always on. super let's, passionate. No, let's I'm move always on. super passionate. We're moving on. That's why you love me. I do love you. I know actually. that. Are I'm you a- um going to the gym after this? I just came from the gym. Okay. I'm, I'm surprised you can't smell me. <laughs> no, you smell great. <laughs> oh, I don't think so, but thank you. Just don't get your smell on my couch. I am going to rub my armpits on that. Don't do it. I'm going to. Um, let's Shouldn't talk. Shouldn't me the idea. Hey, did we talk about, yeah, we did. We did. Mm-hmm. What? We talked about Abby singing the national anthem. Yes, we did. But what we but, didn't talk about is you hosting and performing at the Opry. So you should probably give us an update on that. Well, I appreciate you bringing that up. First of all, host. First of all, let me go before. Let me go first of all before the first of all. Lainey Wilson, my girl, in love with her. Did you invite her on the podcast? She's amazing. Did you invite her on I the broke podcast? The ice. To now invite her on the podcast. That means a no. That's a no. No, I'm not going to come out of the gates and be like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? Well, you should have been smoother. You could have gotten that all done in one night. I was busy hosting the Grand Ole Opry. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is is who was on it. Lainey Wilson, Scotty McCreary, Chase Rice, Gary LaVox. But But the ones that I interviewed was on stage, mind you. Lainey Wilson, Scotty McCreary. Chase Rice. Chase Rice came out with sunglasses on. I'm like, what in God's name is this man doing? And thank, thankfully, he came out the first words out of his mouth. 
Hey, I'm not trying to be Eric Church or nothing. There's only one chief. I just have an eye infection. I got my sunglasses on because you don't want to see this. I was like, oh, okay. Now I feel better. Someone once told me that the only people who wear sunglasses inside are blind people and assholes. So- and Chase Rice ain't blind, so. <laughs> oh, no. He's got. Does that mean you think Eric Church is an ass? No, I love Eric Church. Well, well like, Chase, or like Chase said, there's only one chief. Like, that's his look, and he owned it. He mm. absolutely can. Do no wrong in my book. I really? am so excited for his bar to open. Really? It's, it looks huge. Uh, Yeah, it's the chief. Oh, At geez. first, though, when they first Are said you that buying, he, I feel like you're buying into the the message over there. The chief. I have loved Eric Church since, like, high school. Oh, okay. So you're a chief fan. Yes. Yeah. My high school friends and I make an effort. Now everybody's procreating and getting married and all of those things, so it's a little more difficult these days to go to an Eric Church concert every once in a while just like to let loose and it just be like hot school all over again. I do think he puts on a good show. I just, I love that he's just like, you can kiss my ass. This mm. is what I'm doing. If you don't like it, then go away. And I'm like, yes. I think his live show saved his career before his songs did. If that makes sense. Because let me tell you why. what. Let me know. L- listen to what I'm saying. So I used, Eric Church came out with Member Pink, two, Pink Two Lines, Two Pink Lines. Um, what's some of the other like really early stuff? Come on, Eric Church fan. That song, that album. Tell the world that I've gone missing. Keep going. No, you should know the song by now. Missing. That's good. Do it again. No. All right. Anyway. Jesus Christ. It it was his first, first, before he like was sunglasses and everything on stage. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I remember seeing him on the Opry, actually. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was just him and his acoustic guitar. And he hadn't he hadn't had a hit in a while. This was probably like 2000. He does not get the love from country radio that he deserves. Now I gotta, even, hold to, on. even to today. No, I agree. Well, no, he's had success. Uh, yeah, I agree. Not the way he deserves. I agree. It's kind of the same. Like, I don't want to say outlaw country because I know that was already claimed by a generation before us. But I feel like he follows that kind of uh, lane, if you will. Same with like Miranda Lambert. Miranda Lambert has had... Not nearly as many number ones on country radio as she has deserved, but she has a very extensive and successful career because of her live shows and because there's people like me who don't necessarily care about number ones. Like, yes, I want to support that, and I I know that that's a big goal for artists, but Eric Church and Miranda are kind of in the same lane in that capacity where it's just like you hear a song and you know an Eric Church, you'd be surprised to know that it peaked at 11 yes. or it peaked at 23. And same with Miranda. Sinners Like Me was the album. That's the album. About. Yes. All right. Well, I'm talking about like these boots. I'm talking about. Oh, that's two, like two, sophomore year high school for me. Yes. Two pink lines. So this is like 2006, right? Well, my first single came out in 2007. So we kind of, he had like a few hits. I remember this. And then I would be end up on the same shows as him. So I would do a lot of radio shows with them. Heard. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's why. I, so then 2009, 2010 rolls around 2009, right before he started having a bunch of like big hits. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I wonder, if, you know, I wonder if that's it. I wonder if he's not going to because I didn't. He took his time making that next record. He wasn't he was touring, but he wasn't on radio as much. OK. OK. So I remember seeing him at the Opry. This is my personal story. This isn't isn't like a thing this is my personal story. yeah i remember seeing him at the opry we say what's up i said what's up he's like good to see you and then we played jug fest out in california together all this stuff and i went on he went on before me like so that's like that's what i'm saying i was in my mind this is eric church two three singles in his career 
and I'm two, three, two, three singles in my career. So I'm like, I wonder if he's going to make it, mm-hmm. you know, I'm shit. I'm thinking that about myself. I wonder if I'm going to make it. Yeah. And I saw him at the Opry. I played by himself. I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling it. T- two years later, biggest single in country music. Which was? He was, that was when he did like creeping and like all that cool shit. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I mean, um, he did like all the stuff that was like different, like to Homeboy. Um, that was 2011. Hell on the Heart was 2009. Love that song. Um, like Jesus Does, Over When It's Over. Creepin' was 2011. Springsteen, 2011. Springsteen changed my life. Smoke a Little Smoke. That was the one I think that started that vibe. Drink a little drink, smoke a little. Also a jam. Drink in My Hands, 2011. Oh, still see, one of my faves. See what I'm saying? Like, he had like, he had like from 2009 to 11, he had like eight in a, eight in a row. Yeah. Just crushing it. Springsteen is probably still one of my top 10 favorite songs. Great song. And it's over 10 years old. I didn't even know that, which makes me feel ancient, but that's okay. We'll pass by that. But what I'm saying is, is before those... From time from the point of two thousand six to that two thousand nine, mm-hmm. drink a little, smoke a little smoke deal. He was nonstop on the road. Sure. So what I'm saying is that he ke- he kept building his fan base without hits on the radio. Current. Got it. And then he, yeah, he followed up with his fan base. He followed up like, oh, by the way, here's eight number ones in a row. Right. That kind of that's what I'm saying. I, hope that makes sense. I was on that journey with him, so I feel like that was back when I was, uh, you know, just a little measly high school college student. I had no idea that I'd ever live in Nashville or ever have anything to do with Eric Church, which is wild to think about. I know life is weird, and now you're on tour with Old Dominion. It's just I, they, I, I don't. In the past, like three years of my life, I've had way too many "How did I get here?" moments, but I'm just trying not to jinx it. Like this moment right now. <laughs> yes, this one in particular. Sitting in a dark room with you while you drink a monster in our PJs and chat. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. 
on demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. We are both in sweats. We also just really got off topic because we were talking about the Opry and then we All right, like, Lainey Wilson. <laughs> yeah, okay, here Grand we go. Grand Opry. All right, this is the first time that I've... The very first time I played the Grand Ole Opry was in 2008, I think. Maybe 2007, 2008. But they asked me. It was when, I was, it was, it was when it was on TV as well. So I made my Opry debut on TV singing Stealing Cinderella. They also asked me to host a certain segment. But really, it was just a throw-to, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm Chuck Wicks. I hope you love my new song, Stealing Cinderella. Coming up next, Eric Church. It was just a throw on TV. Well, they asked me, I, they asked, when they asked me to host the Grand Ole Opry, I'm like, Oh, I've never, I've never hosted the Grand Ole Opry. This is kind of cool. I got to find out when it airs. I think I thought it was supposed to air this weekend, but it does. We'll, I'll figure it out. It's the, don't they like tell you when you? I think they were supposed to. It, it, it they, it, they call it live to tape. Mm-hmm. So we were recording live to tape. So it should have aired. Maybe it did air live. I don't know. <laughs> you missed your Shit, Opry debut even, of hosting. I know. I got to <laughs> yeah. look back in the archives. Forgot to. Schedule that DVR. It's the one with Lainey Wilson, the one with Scotty McCreary and Chase Rice, if you find it on TV. Isn't Scotty McCreary like a new dad, or is that old now? He is, new okay. dad, six okay. months, something like that. Yeah, I was going to say relatively recently. Good for him. He's awesome. I love Scotty. He seems, my Aunt Diane is, has passed away since, but she was a huge Scotty McCreary fan. She always asked me about him once I like moved to Nashville and worked in radio and stuff. She was like, tell me he's as good as I think he is. Tell he me is. he's as nice as he think. And I was like, I've only heard good things. I've only met him at like Radio Rose and other kind of, I don't know, chaotic events. So I've never really had a one-on-one with him, but all of my experiences have been nice. I will say that. He's fantastic. Good. That's very good to know. I like to hear that. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. And he's a good singer. Absolutely. I love his voice. Does he talk like this too? I don't know. Yeah, it's darker. I'm darker. It's deeper. (laughs) He's got a dark voice, man. (laughs) Nailed it. Uh, Crushed that one. Anyways. Anyways. (laughs) Oh my God. Here we go. Um... (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Where did you break we... it? What's wrong with you? I just broke my headphone. Wait, it's right there. Where? I got it. <laughs> All right. Anyway. What up? <laughs> I happening. just broke the headphones. That's fine. All That's I fine. did was try and move my leg. Maybe. See, this is why we need head a headless. This, we need maybe this is why we need headphones. no. We need a lights so we can see. <laughs> we uh. have a light. I'm just a big per- like so on the road. We do our production office and also like the band room and our vibe rooms and everything. They don't have overhead light, mm. and I've realized that it's life changing in a good way. Like I fully support that. Can you hear me messing with my head? No, nah, you're good. Okay. 
I didn't fix it, but I made it better for it. No, least. I think it'll, yeah, it's good. It's it's not on, but I just tried to move my leg over and there was this invisible cord. Oh, no, I saw it. <laughs> okay. Everybody else heard it. Yeah, sorry about everybody's eardrums. That was my bad. That's fine. Um, okay, back to the Opry so we can get through it. Okay, this is a very it. long story. I know. So I got to go there to the Opry and rehearse through the lines because you have to do it in, in the right amount of time for commercial breaks. So get through it. I'm teleprompter. It, the whole thing's teleprompt. So um, I got really nervous because I have bad eyes and I was like, oh, I can actually see it, which is, which is nice. It's a good thing. And I was like, oh, this could be really bad. But I actually, I could see it. Who I put was, a question mark on the teleprompter? You can't put that. I'm going to read what it said. Okay. Um, so I read through it. Everything's great. And then I come out and the hardest thing was to do the, I had to interview them off TV, but live to the audience and to WSM. On the radio. Why was that hard? Because was it just an interview? No, because I have to throw back to myself. So let's say I'm interviewing Chase Trice. I'm like, Chase, come on over here. Well, now at this point, we're off TV. He comes over. We start talking. I start interviewing him. We're talking, talking, talking. Then I have somebody in my ear saying, 30 seconds. I'm like, well, Chase is in the middle of finishing the story. I have to politely basically tell him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. So Welcome to TV. Well, so he starts talking, talking, talking. I'm like, he ends up going over. Of course. And I, I go, all right, we're back live, everybody. And like, I know that's going to be on TV. 100%. So because yeah. I, I had to originally throw back to myself and be like, all right, Chase, normal, right? All right, Chase, thanks so much. Okay, everybody, we're going back live in five, four, get the energy up. Here we go. Two, one. Hey, I'm Chuck Wicks. Welcome back to Opry Live. You know, but I did all that stuff on air. So I, on TV, who cares? I feel like that makes it more authentic and more natural. I don't know that they're, I feel like at this day and age, if you guys who are watching the Opry or listening to Opry don't know that it's, I don't know, TV magic, radio magic. And the fact that there is a lot going on behind the scenes, it's not all cookie cutter. Like it looks like on TV, then where have y'all been for the past, I don't know, 50 years. I feel like it's more authentic. It's like a real backstage experience. Yeah. But that's just no, me. I agree. That's what well, I told the guy that. Well, be, because here's the deal. I have this is the bigger part. I forgot to tell you this. I have to say the sponsorship oh. at the end mm. of the yeah. deal. That's a big that's a big one. So I came off. He goes, hey, listen, that's um, the money. If you could do a direct that's your direct dish with Chase Rice. Could you make sure you hit that next time so we can get um, we can get paid? Yeah. Yeah. That, like, pay, oh, that pays the bills. My bad. Well, let me, let know, me do that. I didn't you miss didn't it. know. You I didn't, didn't miss, miss it. it. I didn't miss it again. Well, there you go. Anyway. So then how was your performance the next night? Now, the performance was fantastic. And you I got thought. to see Mark Wills in person after oh interviewing gosh. him on the phone. Mark, Gary, LaVox again, he played. Um, who else? Jelly Roll was on that. There's a lot of people on that one. That's awesome. Yeah. And we gave back to the NWTF, National Wildlife Turkey Federation. It was nice. <laughs> That's awesome. What? I'm sorry. I just, no. my friend has a, a hat that says NWTF and it's just a inside joke. And I just remember that that's the same federation that you raise money for. And I'm what does that mean? Now? What the fuck? No, I just, I just <laughs> what does it mean? On air. Um, no, no, I, I, I need just, to know. I need I just, to know. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you later, no. but I just, it's not going to be funny. It's just, I just put those together right now while you were saying it. So that's why I left because you know, I was behind. Sometimes things come to you at different times. You know what I mean? Mm. What does that mean? I'm just trying to figure out NWTF. 
How was your Valentine's Day? Great. At your evening. I know you hosted, but did you get to take your wife out? Oh, that was Valentine's Day. Yeah. I did. I met her downtown, Virago. Great sushi place, by the way. Beautiful. And on Mondays or maybe Tuesdays, I can't Tuesday. remember. Uh, oh, no. we walked in. We walked in to do uh, Valentine's Day. We thought it was going to be packed. Walked at five o'clock dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, well, five o'clock dinner is like a little two, early. Two buddy. people there. They have great happy hour specials on Monday. I think it's Monday, but uh, you can get like two for one rolls or something like that. I don't know. I haven't been in a while because I don't, I feel like I don't even live in this town anymore. So mm. I'm, I'm rusty. I'm rusty on my, on my happy hours. I used to know them all. Mm. I'll get back in the swing of things, though. Don't you worry. Maybe that's why you're so down in the dumps. I'm not. What? Who said I'm down in the dumps? Well, you're missing all the happy hours. <laughs> oh, my God. You're gross. <laughs> oh, God. You are gross. That and, was good. Uh, update from my life on the road. That has nothing to do with right this minute. But I have kind of befriended Cassie mm. Ashton because she's an opener for Old Dominion. Oh. And she is fantastic i was very undereducated in her music in general but she signed to umg and i do have to say she is she is it she is it my friends she's very talented she's beautiful but more importantly than both of those things she is funny as hell that girl is exactly the vibe that you need in your life if you need to pick me up um and she sounds great live too which i Mm. feel like is you know a different uh a different, mm, not qualification. Mm. What am I, what's the word I'm looking for? We're like, you know, sometimes you hear their singles on the radio and you're like, wow, this person's good. And then you see them live and you're like, what the fuck is You know what she reminds me of? Who? A country Amy Winehouse. Okay. Yeah, I could see that now that you say that. A country Amy Winehouse, minus all the problems. Well, yeah. That Amy yeah, Cassie's Winehouse pretty straightforward and she's just fun. She's we bond about like we just discovered this weekend that we like the same kind of books. Mm-hmm. So we talked about books for like an hour and a half. But mm-hmm. she just she likes to have dance parties. She likes to have fun. She shows up in her sweatpants and her platform Uggs. And she's just like ready to hang out with the crew, with the guys, with everything. Like she's not high maintenance. She's just. Yeah, she's just she's awesome. So I told her, I was like, I feel as though if we ever do a live podcast, you would be a great person to have because she is a character like she would interact with the fans and everything like that like she's just great and i she was like i would love to be on your podcast baby that's how she talks oh listen here hey baby that's how she greets everybody so that's amazing we'll put that into the universe i already i already laid the groundwork with her she's like you let me know i'll be there and i'm like okay sounds good to me i like her so yeah she's great so if you guys uh have never listened to her you should you should support her did she know does she know love country talk to chuck or did we have did you have to explain it to no, her no she didn't know love country talk to chuck that's lame no i, I don't know if i, I told her, her about it i don't it. know if i want her on the podcast anymore chuck i'm pretty sure not a lot of people know about love country talk to chuck just keeping it real really yeah i mean maybe like the people who listen but i'm i don't know that like artists are out here listening to country music podcasts mm. since they work in country music you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. It's kind of like when people get kicked out of the playoffs, they don't watch the Super Bowl. Mm. Like, it's the same, same. I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to listen. I don't know. I'm making that up. I agree. I'm not an artist, so I wouldn't know. All right. Well. Don't be a Debbie Downer because you didn't realize the reality of the situation. I could be wrong. I feel like artists know that this podcast exists. You know more artists than I do, so maybe I'm wrong. I mean, because every time I've asked an artist to be on it, they're not like, oh, I didn't know you did a podcast. Yeah, but you're like famous. I am just a nobody. So when I'm like, oh, I'm on a podcast with my friend Chuck. Do you know Chuck Wicks? They're like, oh, yeah. Like, they know you. 
But I'm like, yes, I'm, I am a co-host on his podcast. Mm. They're like, oh, okay. So I, I feel like you telling someone about your podcast is way different than my interaction with artists saying your podcast. Okay. If that makes any sense. All right. So you probably have a different experience. I feel like I have to lay the groundwork and like introduce This it. is what it is. Yeah. This is where I was born. This is what I like to do in my free time. You have to get into everything. I'm... I want to flick you straight in the nose right now. Like, why did you... What was that? Flick me straight in the what? Nose. Oh, I thought you said... <laughs> I thought you said... I thought you said you wanted to flick me straight in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to inflict that much pain on you. I just wanted to annoy you. Maybe make your eyes water oh, a bit. Shit. Which is exactly how I feel <clears throat> about people who don't put their grocery carts away. Oh. I just feel like I've really run into a bunch of assholes right recently who do that. And I just want to let everybody know that if you're that person, I do not enjoy you. Yeah. You know, and because people like you, I always have that notion. I'm like, don't, good. Don't be that guy. Good. Put your cart away, Chuck. Good. You should. I'm glad many, that my peer pressure is working. Many times I get done. Don't even tell I me. I know, and I just can't. I'm like, no, I can't. You, I can't walk three fucking steps. Are you joking? Well, sometimes it's... Oh, sometimes, sometimes it's 15, and I'm a perfectly able-bodied, healthy man, and I can't put it away because wah, wah, me. Jesus. Yeah. Cannot stand it. There's absolutely no excuse. Right. <laughs> Usually it's when I look at Abby for help. <laughs> She's not here with her giggles and her, I don't know what to say. Guess what I was doing before this? Rehearsing. Re I was rehearsing. At Jimmy John's. At Jimmy John's eating. I was rehearsing eating a sub. Um, so Violet, who's in Shiners, she, she plays my sister in Shiners. Excuse me. ShinersNashville.com. Jeez. Just burp or don't. Stop doing this weird hiccup thing. I don't know what's going on. All right. You're so drinking anyway, a monster. That's what's going on. We got, I know. You're rotting your insides. Okay. I mean, Are we done? <laughs> No, I want Jesus. you to live a long, happy life. So you need to walk to put your card away God. and stop drinking monsters. I am tired. Tucker was sick all night last night I with an ear that. infection. How was he today? Well, we got to take him three days in a row for a shot. So Tucker's not good with taking medicine. Okay. Like, he just spits it right out. Aww. Like, you put it in there, even with like a, like, you can take a syringe and like kind of shove it down in there. Nope. He blocks that shit. Mm. Fucking goalie. Yeah. And this fucking spits it right back out. Okay. He's like, mm, fuck yourself, dad. Okay. I'm not taking it. So we, that's a fun time. We got him. We get him a shot today and then a tomorrow and then the next day, three days. It was three days of shots or a, sh a shot, one shot per day, or 10 days of trying to get it down the system orally. No. no. I'm like, that's not going to happen with him. System. Anyway, he's going to be, he'll be, he'll do great. Um. Anyways, you're tired, I, oh, but you're rehearsing because of violence. So I was rehearsing. With a new Violet because she has to fill in for okay. Laura Osnes, right? Mm -hmm. So this girl down here, she's she's a British, amazing accent. You walked in and while she was rehearsing, yes, I did. She's phenomenal. Then I found out she played Mary Poppins on Broadway. Oh, super cash! What she played Mary Poppins? How did you just find this out? I just, I just, I knew she was on Broadway because Laura is a, Laura Osnes was Cinderella on Broadway, Bonnie and Clyde. So she's like, oh, I'm going to ask my friend. It's that I. I've known her from Broadway, and sure. I'm like, oh, sure, okay, cool. Okay. So she comes in, and then I start looking at her resume. She's like, freaking played Mary Poppins on Broadway. Like, well, the Mary Poppins. That's awesome. She's, mm. she's filling in just this weekend, or yeah, she just, just like Saturday. Okay. Yeah. But she'll also fill in other days as well. Right. So she is from Nashville, question mark? She lives no? here. Yeah, she, she lives does here. live here. Yeah. I'm, she's not from here. She's from Well, from you know what I mean. Like, she doesn't have to travel right in for the- Britain. Oh. She reminds me of uh, Adele. Because she has an accent. Yeah, she sounds like Adele. Uh, 
so any woman who has a British accent is Adele to you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, but she has that vibe too. She has like a quirky personality and okay, like kind of sarcastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm into that. Yeah, I love, I love a good sarcastic it's woman. Good stuff. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. All right, we covered Kelsey Ballerini, which yes. I was, all right. So you're Team Kelsey. We talked about that. And I'm then Team Kelsey's project. Stop pinning me against other humans. You heard me say that at the beginning. If I had to pick, I'd pick Team Morgan. Let me tell you why. Because, as a human or as a project? Well, oh, musically, I'm, I'm not picking humans. I'm picking projects. So I don't, know, I don't want to get into it. So then why did you bring it up? I don't know. You're the one that just brought it back up. We had already closed that chapter. My feelings are hurt. She's not following me on Instagram anymore. She used to follow me. Well. And I, you know why I think she doesn't follow me? I could name a couple reasons, but why do you think? Politics. Sure. That's why I think she doesn't. And you know what? It's her Instagram and she's allowed to do whatever the fuck she wants. So she doesn't have to follow you. I hate <laughs> when people get butthurt. I'm like, oh, you used to follow me. and I don't. You know how many people I follow and unfollow depending on my mood? It's my Instagram. I can do whatever I want. Someone who doesn't want to follow me, good on them. Find I know, but else. I'm saying if that's the case, like I follow people that I don't agree with. But politically. that's your prerogative because it's your choice and your Instagram and I'm you're s- allowed to do that. She's allowed to not have to, like, I don't want to see shit that someone posts because I don't agree with it. Unfollow. Guess what? I didn't berate them. I didn't tell them they're a terrible person. You know what I did? I clicked a button and I moved on with my life. All I post is about my kid, my wife, and shiners and my music. What I'm saying is that what you are saying is unfair. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. I know. I didn't, say she could, I didn't say she couldn't do anything. You said your butt hurt over it. I I said I'm butthurt. Yeah. Did I say I was butthurt? Like, literally, I said those words? <laughs> I don't feel like I Yes, said. absolutely you did. I feel like I said I'm full. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker 
retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. So now you are going to, what, hold that against her to your team, Morgan? Yeah, yeah. I'm wow, like, the maturity, Chuck. You are exuding <laughs> well, maturity. Morgan, yeah. you stop following me on Instagram, yeah. B. That's literally what you just said, and you announced it to uh, essentially the world now. So now everybody knows that <clears throat> that's where you're at. No, I, I I actually think Kelsey's awesome. I Here's why I think she's awesome. She's and going on tour with Kenny. Oh, that'll be good. ADD. Um, Kelsey Ballerini wrote a paper about me in college. Think about that. Wrote a paper about me. And I remember her standing. This is, we did an interview about this. Standing, she stood in line at a meet and greet to meet me. And she asked me questions for her paper and turned it in and got an A on it. That's funny. That is funny, right? Yeah. I don't know what it was about. I think it was about like, like interview a singer songwriter that you love. So she found, she interviewed me. Does that make you feel old? I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I will find a way. I'm going to start watching Netflix, how to get on how to get away with murder. I'm going to watch that. Chuck, whole... Okay. You are not smart enough to kill me and get away okay, with it. Okay. Okay. Like, let's just be honest. First of all, I would never kill you because I, I love you. <laughs> okay. So stop. Don't even go. You down. literally just threw my life. I don't like life. that you went down that road. You just told me you were going to watch How to Get Away with Murder to kill me. Wow, that was a joke. Oh, was it? What I'm saying, back to being feeling like you're old, I just recently was cleaning out a bunch of shit from this like toy chest that my mom gave me from when I was legitimately a fetus. And one of the pictures was I was 13 years old and I went to TRL mm. and I got an autograph from Gavin DeGraw. And I oh. have like a space in between my teeth and like pre-puberty your girl was not was not a woman she was definitely a gangly child Love it. and now i see gavin like at the tin roof and we okay like, bro yeah we have like photos and i just i want to show him that photo just to like keep him humble but i also don't want to make him feel like a crib keeper like the oldest man on the planet but i do find it hysterical back to what i said at the beginning how did i get here moments that's probably on one of them like yes. that's a weird full circle moment hey i saw you at trl once and now here we are doing White Walkers at the Tin Roof. I like that, though. That's weird. That's what's crazy about this town. Because you, you can... Strangest, it's the strangest experience I've ever yeah, had. Yeah, you just can be around like people you grew up... Like Mark Wills. Yes. Or Gary LaVox. I go on his bus afterwards at Opry, right? Yeah. Dude, I Praying for Daylight, forget about it. One of my favorite songs. I was in college. Rascal Flats. Yeah. Boom. Loved him. Loved him. Used to imitate him in, in the bathrooms of college. Drove my roommates crazy. Good one. Good acoustics. Anyway, um, I'm sitting on a bus with him. We're drinking. I'm like, this whole time, I'm like, oh. His drink of choice is Tito's and Diet Mountain Dew. That is repulsive. Well, I had one, too, with him. I'm sure you did. It wasn't bad, actually. It's pretty good. Okay. Kind of like Tito's and Sprite. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ish. I mean, that's also gross, but okay. Yeah. You do you, baby. Anyway, so, and we just, you know, 
I, I mean, I love Gary. I think he's hilarious, and we have a love for we get along because we both love the outdoors. And but it, it's just you know that's like a full circle thing. It's I mean it's just it's weird. I it's I feel like it will never not be cool. I don't know that I've really had any of those moments. I mean, yes, I have with Old Dominion. Don't get me wrong, but I was definitely late to the party for Old Dominion. My brother is the one who introduced me to them, and I had no idea who they were. So I give him all the credit, and then he's like, "You would be the person to not know who they were, and then now work for them." That's just. I've just had some run-ins like that. But I do feel like last summer with Kenny, I had a lot of like, holy shit. Like I made a project in high school about you. And now here I am doing an ice bath with you, just like shooting the shit. Like what? Wait a minute. You did an ice bath with Kenny Chesney? Not with him, but in his ice bath. Yes. Oh. And he, and he is like so funny about it. So he swears by ice baths. I think, you know, now you see it on TikTok and everybody's doing ice baths. Like Kenny, I think was the OG. Like, yes, athletes, I get it. But that man does an ice bath all the time. That's, I think it's first of all, if you've never done one, it's horrible, but you feel like a million bucks when you get out of that thing. So it does work, but he's so funny because he takes it really seriously. How long does he stay in there? Well, he'll time you how long you can stay in. And like, I don't know, everybody does a different time and it's dependent on what you need, what you want, all those things. But it's funny because you get in the tub Mm -hmm. and Kenny turns into like, an auctioneer head coach. He's like, you got this. I want you to breathe in through your nose. I want to breathe out. I want you to think about this. You go to your happy place, close your eyes, deep breath. It's only, this is the worst it's going to be. It's going to get better from here, Sammy. He's just like, he will mentally like amp you up because it is. Wait a minute. He was there doing that for you? Yes. Yeah. He does that. Like it hits like his thing. Like he'll do it backstage and he has like, he's, he'll have guests or his band do it and they'll put it on no shoes radio and stuff like that. But so he is like, he loves it. Like he loves to, he says it, it shows him a lot about uh, everyone's like mental strength. It gets him, like he gets to know you differently than just chatting with you because it is not fun and it is brutal. And there are people who are like, will just say no and they will not try. There's people who will get in and get back out in like five seconds. And there's people who can sit in there for eight minutes. It just depends on who you are. And I was like, listen, mama didn't raise no bitch. Like I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, and I. How long did you say I have no idea, but I, I was it five I, minutes. No, I mean, it was whatever he timed it. He decided it. He was like, okay, time to get out. And then we went and we sat in the sauna and then I got back in the ice bath and we went and sat in the sauna and then got back in the ice bath. Was it wor- worse the first time getting in yes. or after going into the, the first one is the worst. And then you go into the sauna and it does whatever scientific, whatever on you. And then you jump back in and like, yes, it's still cold, but it's different. Mm. I don't know. I think it's a good, it's, I think it's just. Uh, it's quirky. Kenny's do you think a quirky it's person. worth? Do you think it's worth buying one of those nice ones or just getting like? No, a I cheap... think you get like an animal trough. Just That's put what... it in there. Yeah, right. Yeah, the ice water. Just go ahead. And I mean, like, I did ice baths when I ruptured my Achilles in college. I had to do ice baths all the way up to my hip, and mm. then it, I, I would like scoot on my butt to the hot tub, and then ice bath, and then so. But I had never done like a full body up to my nose ice bath. That's a whole different playing field than just sticking your leg in. But you feel so good when you get out, like. No, that's why Kenny can jump around on the stage for two and a half hours at he does age it every 54. Day? 54. 56, 54, yeah. Dang. So, like, this dude is burning thousands of calories and absolutely selling out stadiums, and I think his secret is the ice bath. I'm not going to lie. How that and, like, being a multimillionaire, that would probably help. How old is Kenny? 54 years old. Isn't that what I said? Yeah. I was, yeah, yeah. But then you said 56. So I don't know, like, yeah. All right, how old do you think Tim McGraw is? 52. Five, 55. 55, wow, okay. 55. All right, how old do you think Alan Jackson is? Mm, 58. 64. Ooh. Oh, here's a, here's a good one. How old do you think Toby Keith is? 59. 61. I'm way off. 
Here's a good one. How old do you think George? How old do you think George Strait is? Seventy. He's seventy. You're right. I know that because I love George Strait, and if I ever met him, I think I'd be tongue tied and I'd get starstruck and I'd look like an idiot. Oh, I was definitely yeah. I was like a little kid. I don't. I, I just, feel like I was looking at a real life cowboy. I just feel like that is that that he's almost like mythical to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know, Alan Jackson. I feel like I really grew up like Chattahoochee. I feel like I just remember loving that i lived in richmond virginia and i was like this is the coolest song i've ever heard in my life Mm -hmm. and john michael montgomery but i feel like they were kind of when i was growing up on country they were making current hints hits and not that george Strait wasn't but george Strait was like already established by that point yes so he's almost like the dolly parton equivalent in the male genre for me like you've already you've already done did it it's kind of great george Strait's 70 that's crazy all right kelsey ballerini 29 how do you know that's so? Because I listened to her EP where uh, she says, I am 29. All right, my bad, my bad, B. <sighs> Try being a fan once, Chuck. Here we go, Jason Aldean. Uh, okay, let me do the math. I 45. He's 45. Yeah, 45. How about Luke Bryan? 44. 46. 46, oh. All right, Miranda Lambert. What, what are we, we going to go through the whole entire national roster? I'm just roster? going down a list. Miranda Lambert is... Oh, okay, five years old. So I'm th- she's 37, 38. Mm, 39. Oh. So? Her husband's my age. Actually, I think he's how younger than How old is her husband? I think he's 31. Oh. Do you think that's an, in- that's an interesting couple? They met on, like, the Today Show or something like that. He was security. He was a cop, yeah, in NYPD. He also was a line cook at the Green Pheasant, where my friend was a waitress, like, oh. even after he married Miranda. So I like that he's just, like, doing his own thing. He was on my flight once, and let me tell you, that man is as thin as this mic stand. He was a lot smaller than I expected. He looks apparently good. I mean, he's Jack. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's jacked. jacked. Don't get me wrong, but I just expected him to be bigger. I don't That's know. like Tim McGraw. Looks, he's jacked, like he's like ripped. But when you see him in person, you're he like, oh, like he's, he's skinny. He's burger. skinny. Yeah. But when he, that's the thing. That's a, like a that's a misconception with like really. You can. They just have low body fat. Yeah, low. So you just see all the muscle, and you're like, oh, that guy's ripped and he's big. But you could see him in person, and you're like, oh, he's like 150. Totally. Yeah. I mean, he's doing something right. He seems to be happy. Enjoying his next 30 years. How old do you think Chuck Wicks is? Is this a real question? Mm-hmm. 60. Why are you a dick? <laughs> because I know you're 42. 43. Four, 43. I'll be 43. F- when will I be? All right. When will I be 44? June 20th. That's right. Yes. I know your birthday. You're Good my job. friend. You don't know my birthday, but that's fine. I don't know my brother's birthday. So. Okay. That's also rude. My birthday is August 22nd for anybody who wants to send me August a gift. 22nd is yes. your birthday. And I will be 31. 30 three. I cannot believe that's a real statistic. But you know what? I was having this uh, mental talk with myself before. Uh, I came here today. I was actually... So my friend sent me an invitation to her child's first birthday. And mm-hmm. I was just like, Jesus Christ, she has a one-year-old. And I'm uh, going off on a tangent, low-key kind of spiraling that I'm just like... I'm going to be 33 this year. And sometimes I feel behind. I'm like, what am I doing? I What am I doing? I'm on tour. I don't even have time to think about. But imagine being on tour with a pregnant or with a baby. No. You can't do that. But then I just decided, I was like, you know what? I've always been a late bloomer. So having a family and finding a husband is also just going to follow that pattern. I think you're awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't say I wasn't awesome. No, I said I was a late bloomer. I, mean, I was born two weeks late. 
I hit puberty like in the middle of high school. I didn't lose all my baby teeth until I was like in eighth grade. You were born two weeks late. Yeah, two weeks past my due date. My poor mother in the Virginia heat in August. I was still just cooking along in there. That's what I'm saying. While she worked in a non-air conditioned gymnastics gym. The fact that she likes me is beyond me. I'm just like, what? All right, are we missing anything? Hopefully we recorded this. I mean, it does say record. It does say red, so we're good. I just hope that you formatted the card correctly because Abby was not here to check your work. Well, it, 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 it Abby, doesn't, we miss you. It doesn't allow you to, to move forward unless it's formatted. You're making that up. You don't know. A 100. No, don't. You know what? It's good. I'm going to. When are we getting lamps? <laughs> lamps? Yeah. When are we going to get a lamp for this room? Next time you're in here, there'll be a lamp. Will there be a table for us to put the mic on? When are we getting guests, Chuck? Hundo P. My mother. God love her. Mom, I love you. But if you ask me to have the guest, what are they called? The Chapel Heart. Have you heard of them? No. Oh, she loves them. She went and saw them at Billy Bob's, I think. Um, And she went there for like a date with my dad for Valentine's Day. She loves them. I think they were on some sort of reality show because my mother loves like The Voice and America's Got Talent and all the stuff. Apparently, they're a group that lives in Nashville and she has asked me no less than 45 times to have them as a guest on the podcast. So eventually, we're going to have to invite them in. But I got to make sure that we got like, you know, furniture and a setup for them before we do that. We'll do it. Because nothing would make, she goes, I will fly there to watch that podcast. So <laughs> we will have one guest in the house and her name is Patty Shea. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. All right. We're done. Are you done? I hate when I'm talking and you look at your phone. I heard everything you said. I know, but it's very rude and I can't It's not rude because I'm getting, I'm trying to set ourselves up for the next part of the conversation. What is it? Well, Lead us into it. it no, because you don't have anything because you're probably checking I couldn't find any. No, I couldn't find anything that I wanted to talk about. I was looking up for something. How do you sleep at night when you know that sleep. you go through your freaking sleep. life no. looking me in the eyes, lying to I me? You just lied to me. No, I, I saw your phone. I did not sleep last night. Oh, so now you're just avoiding the subject of you lying to my face? <laughs> what kind of gaslighting bullshit is this? Stop saying gaslighting. I said it once. <laughs> You've already threatened to kill me. You don't listen when I speak because you're looking at your phone. You're going to blame it on your poor kid who's sick, even though I know your wife was, was the one looking, that was up with him. I was thinking about... Looking, I, there was a review that I wanted to share, and I decided not to. Why? Share it. All right. I'm going to share it. Whenever you're ready. If you were looking at it, had it set, shouldn't it just be on your screen right now, and you shouldn't have to look? It's a review for Shiner's Nashville. Okay? Lay it on me, baby. It says, great find while visiting. Terrific and funny performances by the entire cast. Very unique show. Dirty but not raunchy. Not a bad seat in the house. I would fully agree with that review. Yes. All of the above. It's fun. It's quirky. It is adult humor, but you're not like embarrassed to go to the show with your mom. And it's a good time. And the drinks are delish. We had our biggest sellout crowd last Saturday. Mm, how'd you feel? Awesome. Like it was your Super Bowl? Yeah. You know the strong guys that... They're the best part. Um, they are the best part. Mm-hmm. Um, my one guy, his name is Jacob, Kuba, we call him. He's the one that does all the balancing on top. Okay. And he had a he gets bad migraines like every four or five months. You know, Yikes. like three, twice a year, three times a year. And um, he was struggling, dude. Mm. And I felt during so, the sold out show. Yeah. Ugh. And I felt so bad for him, but he he literally muscled through. My ca- the cast that we have in the show, 
and I, it's easy to talk about the show because we're doing it, doing the podcast where we do the show, the mm-hmm. World War Theater. Um, they're, they're phenomenal, man. They're, just, they're so good. I'm glad that you like your people because when you're stressed and you're working hard and you don't like the people, oh. it's the worst. So I'm, I think that that is the real game changer. It is. But you know what? You had a hand in picking those people, so you should give yourself a round of applause. Yeah, Chuck. Well, and you know what? It's <laughs> <laughs> the most pathetic round of applause for yourself ever. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, Yeah, get it. Anyway, I'm going to go to sleep. Okay, I'm my boss is calling me, so what? I should probably end this podcast. Go, bye, bye, do it. You're mm, answering bye. The- I'm not going to answer on the podcast. Is it Matt? Your boss, like Old Dominion? I just, I'm not going to answer this phone right. call. Okay. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you and bye. Bye. Love country. Talk to Chuck. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below-market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.